Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. <clears throat> AT&T connects an O to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. It's Doug Gottlieb. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, has their fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated BF Goodrich All-Terrain TA KO2. But did you know they sell other automotive products as well? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, just go to TireRack.com slash sports, TireRack.com. It's the way the tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. The Doug Gottlieb Show broadcasts live every day from sunny Southern California. Welcome in. Um, A continued thanks. A continued thanks to the L.A. Rams and L.A. Chargers 
for opening their doors and allowing us to broadcast live uh, from their camp. I mean, like, look, um, you know, teams that get it, get it. And they invite us because we promote their team. But there's no real, like, tangible benefit to it. And yet, uh, they're great. I mean, both organizations, both PR groups, they were awesome. So, and I'm sure they're not listening because uh, this is about the time when uh, the Rams are getting ready to go one to three. And then the Chargers, they already went this morning. They go in the morning. So it's not like they're listening. I'm just like, you got good people. And I think I speak for Jason Stewart when you're like, the, the PR people in the NFL are really, really good. They, they, they get it. They bring you the people you want when you want them. Like to get the Super Bowl MVP, to get the best wide receiver in the league, and to get less need yesterday, considering all the things that were going on. Pretty awesome stuff. So thank you to the Chargers and the Rams. Check out the latest lines of the world of sports at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is the trusted name in online sports betting. You got to be 21. President Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, or Pennsylvania to play gambling problem call 1 800 Gambler. Um, I, I did hear Colin say this, so I'm going to tip my cap to him, which is that things leak for a reason, right? And I, I think most of you know that, but Colin saying it is, is something I not only believe and know to be true, but I also uh, think this is the perfect story of that and the perfect example of it, where... Uh, Chris Haynes, who's a guy who's been a fast rising star in the media business. Chris Haynes is a guy who um, he was able to learn about this meeting. It wasn't a secret meeting, but learn about this meeting between the Lakers brass and LeBron James and LeBron James agent and 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 what kind of came out of it. Right. What came out of it? Now, you heard from the update with uh, Dan Beyer that it looks like Kevin Durant now wants to play for the Celtics. And they, there was, they're not, they weren't that far apart on a deal, which make, leads you believe they'll lean back into it. But also that Kyrie Irving seems to be the root of the problem where he really doesn't like Steve Nash um, or the front office there, right? Sean Marks. But something that hasn't been said when I read this report about LeBron James and the meeting is that I kind of feel, look, there's, there's messaging that comes out of it, right? There's messaging that comes out of, of any sort of report like this, any sort of meeting like this. And the messaging is pretty clear. Remember you're meeting with LeBron and you're meeting with his agent and his agent, I guess you could say LeBron as well, his agent, Rich Paul, also also um, represents Anthony Davis. So when LeBron James sits down to talk potential extension, he sits down with Rob Palinka, and they talk about having patience. But the messaging that you hear, right, the messaging that you hear is that uh, Darvin Ham, their new head coach, Wants guys that play for each other. Guys that are unselfish. Guys that give them utmost effort. That accept their roles. By the way, that's not just directed at Russell Westbrook or LeBron James or Anthony Davis. That's the exact same messaging you heard. 
the exact same messaging you heard from Sean Marks, wasn't it? I mean, that, that's really it. That's exactly what Sean Marks said. So let's go into further detail here. Where they had a meeting. Rich Paul, Rob Palenka, Darvin Ham, LeBron James. Now, in the meeting at some point, I'm sure they discussed the two-year $97.1 million uh, extension. Palenka said, we want you to finish your career here. If you do the math, the second year of that contract would allow him potentially to play with Bronny James, whether Bronny's actually good enough or not. That doesn't seem to bother LeBron James. And um, as it all came together, the team is hopeful for a corner three-point shooting bump from Russell Westbrook. Now, it's pretty interesting that they also had out there that Russell Westbrook actually shot a good percentage, 43% from corner threes last year. So if you're sitting there going like, why would you have a guy who's such a low percentage three-point shooter? Low percentage three-point shooter. Why would you have him take more corner threes? What it's, it's obvious in what they're doing is they're trying to say, look, and I, I, there's one level to it which I like, which is when a guy's not a good shooter, and full candor, I won't tell you who I was down there talking to, but um, Chris Beard's a good friend of mine at the University of Texas, their head coach, and so they got one guy in particular who they think is a tremendous player, but not a good enough three-point shooter in order to get where he wants to get and for them to get where they want to get. And so I proposed to them kind of the Avery Johnson sort of philosophy. Avery Johnson famously was cut three times by the Spurs before he helped lead the Spurs to an NBA championship. What changed after those times in which he was cut was he was a non-shooter that outworked on my spots, right? Where he found spots on the court. That's all he practiced. And so there wasn't any thinking as to, is this a good shot or is this a bad shot? Do they want me to take this now? Let me take this. You work on a limited number of spots and that's all you shoot. Like you can work on the other parts of your game, but this becomes the, it, it, it helps you with turnovers because you don't have to, a lot of turnovers are when you overthink, when you pass and you should be shooting and you get hung up, if you will. Or no one on the team knows if you're going to be shooting or you're going to be passing because of your lack of decisiveness. So my guess is, and it's a pretty educated guess here, that what they're they're, going to try and convince themselves is, look, we got all the statistical data. It shows us that Russell shoots the corner three best. That's what we want him to work on. That's what we're going to play through. We're going to play through Anthony Davis, play through LeBron James. Which seems to be smart because it's really hard to play through a point guard who can't shoot in this day and age in the NBA because his guy's in the lane. And it allows them to make far too many decisions. And no matter what you want to read about averaging a triple-double, the the fact is he's not a great decision maker. The flaw to it is you're going to take a guy who has only really played with the ball in his hands over the last decade, and if you're telling him to play through LeBron and play through Anthony Davis, you're going to reduce him to a corner three-point shooter. Now, can it work? I guess, I mean, part of that is, hey, look at what happened with Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo Anthony, when he became simply a corner three-point or three-point threat, forced himself away from his comfort zone of a mid-range jump shot. Eventually, he became very effective. But remember, Carmelo was also out of the NBA. 
And Carmelo was also an outstanding mid-range shooter before he became an outstanding three-point shooter as he's become in this last year and a half or so. But when I read what is, without any question, a leaked report, it doesn't just say, hey, we're going to play Westbrook off the ball, which if you've played basketball and you've played with the ball in your hands, you know it's very, very weird to be without the ball in your hands. Happens when you're a coach. If you're a head coach, weird to be an assistant. If you're a lead singer, hard to play backup. Same thing when you're playing playing basketball. But the other part to it is, it seems to emphasize the weakest part of his game and take away the strongest part of his game. Right? The strongest part of Russell Westbrook's game is his unique and crazy competitiveness and athleticism. This seems to mute that. It feels like an acquiesce to LeBron James and to his agent that you talk so glowingly about him. Not that that surprises you. You should talk glowingly about LeBron, but about Anthony Davis and you decide to play through them. And I also, when I read the messaging of what they want and playing for each other, it tells me they're not really interested in Kyrie Irving. They're just not. If the Nets aren't and they feel like he destroyed their culture, why would they want him? Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day savings event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What up with you, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Got a lot to get to. We'll uh, hit back up our uh, Lakers thoughts as the story of a meeting with LeBron Rich Paul, Darvin Ham, and Rob Palinka. But let's dive in on some uh, NFL, shall we? Daniel Jeremiah joins us, NFL analyst. You hear him call Chargers games on the radio. You see him on the NFL Network. And if you want to download a football pod, I would start with Move the Sticks. He and Bucky Brooks, it's great. It's very easy to listen to really bright guys who really, really know the sport that they talk about. DJ, thanks so much for spending some time with us. Um we were gonna we were gonna mess with you with the Padres, but they actually came back and won last night. How are you feeling about your your Padres new roster? We're gonna be fine. We're gonna be fine. I saw your I saw your tweet. Same old Padres. I I took note. They're gonna be uh, they're gonna be fine, Doug. As with any other sport, it's talent over everything. So you have a little bumps in the road. They get adjusted. They'll get it smoothed out. At the end of the day, you're gonna have too much talent not to get in the postseason. And then when you get there, you see what happens. Fair, uh, fair enough. Um, what's your sense in talking to people around the league about what's what's actually going to happen with this Deshaun Watson deal? You know what? The interesting thing is everybody that I talk to around the league, I'm not talking to obviously anybody in Cleveland. Um, they're just they're not even talking about it anymore. They're kind of exhausted by it, and nobody knows you know exactly how many games this ends up being. And it's almost, you know, for something that was a topic of conversation, you know, uh, once a, once every couple days, you know, if not every week, it's been like the last, since the first ruling came out, you knew they were going to appeal it. I have, nobody's talking about it. They're all just kind of over it. And I, I'm sure there's some fatigue elsewhere. Sure. Uh, you know, with fans as well. But yeah, the guys I talked to have just, they've, they've kind of moved on. Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I, w- I was kind of at that point as well, right? Where you're just like. I, I just I got to get this has to get over with because it does feel like we're we're continuing to talk about the same thing over and over again. Well, we, we shall, in fact, see. OK, let's uh, let's get to some other stuff. Um, Baker, is he really breaking away from from Donald or is it just they're trying to say it into fruition? 
Well, I think, you, you know, you can look at it from the outside, and it's obvious. You know, tie goes to the runner in baseball. I mean, if it's a tie or if it's relatively close, you're going to go with Baker because you have the hope of what you haven't seen yet versus the reality of having you know, already seen Sam struggle a little bit last year. So I, I think Sam not only needs to be better than Baker, he needs to be significantly better to keep that job. I think it's all kind of lined up for Baker to roll out there week one. I'm, you know, And I haven't been there, but I would be surprised if that's not what we get. How good would they be? You know, I don't know. I'm curious on that division because you don't know with New Orleans, new coach, new quarterback, or, you know, just getting reacclimated there with Jameis. That could be a little bit of an adjustment period. Got some changes there with, with Brady and Tampa. Um, I don't know. Atlanta I don't think is very good. So I don't necessarily think that the Panthers are going to be great, but – you know, I, I think that they've, uh, you know, they've got some favorable uh, games in their schedule. I, I don't think they're a 500 team, but I think they could approach 500. I, I, I do think that one of the things that people are starting to realize, Tampa, Tampa's got some injury issues, and I, yep. I have no, I, we also have no idea what it looks like with the changing coaching staff, but also you got the retirement of Gronk. You know, like that's a that's a different football team uh, than the one that won the Super Bowl two years ago. Yeah, I, health is a big deal. So, you know, let's see, let's 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 wait and see. And we've all we've said it every year. You know, we kind of are waiting for when Brady's going to, you know, show that he's mortal, and it, it never really has happened. Maybe slowed down a tiny bit, but we start getting some injuries around him. Maybe we finally see some signs of age there. Who knows? But uh, I definitely think there's a lot of unknowns in that division, and I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't uh, keep the Bucks out of that conversation. I think there's some unknown there as well. Daniel Jeremiah is our guest here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, let's go to New England. A lot of people have been critical of an offense which has appeared sluggish in training camp. My only point was, like, look, I get that it's unconventional, but but this is criticizing Belichick is criticizing Warren Buffett for a recent investment, right? Generally, the guy is knows what he's doing. But you've been around this a long time. Like, what what? What do you think of what they're doing with that offense, especially with a second-year quarterback? Oh, I think that the uh, you know the reports and some of the rumblings and, and what it looked like are accurate. I think that is a little bit of a mess, you know, with with the combination of Patricia and Judge. I don't know that that is a decision that they're going to you know look back on and say that was a wise move. But I'm you know it's the it's the Patriots. Bill Belichick can coach every position on the field as well as anybody. If, if he doesn't feel like they're producing and they're not comfortable and the protections are all jacked up, guess who's going to be the offensive coordinator who's going to take it all over and everything will be just fine? It's Bill Belichick. He's the ace in the hole. So I, I think people are kind of rooting for the demise of, of, of the Patriots. And maybe it doesn't work out great with Joe Judge and, and maybe Matt Patricia. Those guys can't cross over and be great offensive minds. But at the end of the day, does it really matter when Bill can just take the thing over himself? I, I, yeah, it it is. It's going to be really interesting to see exactly how that how that thing plays out. What about Miami? You know, they're pumping out on social media. I know there's not a connection between coaching staff and social media. They're they're, they're trying to prove that that Tua's got a cannon. He's throwing the ball downfield. What are reports of how that's working out? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't. You know, I think there's an obsession with his arm strength, and people love to debate it. And there's it gets pretty fierce on social media. You know, can he? Can he? And Will they push the ball vertically? I don't necessarily think they have to. I think that it's a run-after-the-catch system. 
Um, Tua's going to – I think they'll help him out with some of his vision and size issues. I think they'll get him on the move with some of those, uh, you know, zone read, some of those boots that they do in that Shanahan system, uh, those stretch boots that they're kind of famous for. I think it's going to provide some clear sight lines for him, and I think he's going to wear people out kind of underneath an intermediate. So all this, all this off-season obsession over deep balls, I don't know that we're going to see – you know, kind of those traditional big-time deep balls in the system. Even with all that speed, it's going to be it's going to be a lot of horizontal football. Stug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Okay, let's let's get to the Chargers, a team that you cover. Um, they they seem to have shored up a lot of their needs. Right tackle was the question. Run stopping is the question. But there's a quiet confidence when you when you go to their camp. Right? There's a quiet confidence of like. We got a really good football team. Have you felt that as well? Yeah, I've been out there, you know, a handful of times, including just just having left there. And there is, you know, I talked to Herbert today, and he feels really, really good. Not just about the kind of the guys that I think the, you know, the average fan knows about. We're talking about Keenan Allen. All right, work to get DJ back in one second. Stug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports. Radio as uh, he was just getting into his his charger break. Is that what happens as soon as you talk Chargers that you automatically drop out? Right, like if it was Rams, all of a sudden Ramos would be it'd be back. Uh, you were talking about Keenan Allen when, when we lost you. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Doug. I, I don't know. I just lost you there. But the uh, everybody kind of knows about Keenan and Mike. But when you talk to Justin Herbert, like he's equally excited about Josh Palmer and he's pumped up about Gerald Everett, the tight end, being able to work some in the middle of the field. And they've got Isaiah Spiller to add to the backfield. I mean they got a lot of depth they've got one of the better offensive lines in football which you know if you said that a couple years ago after they've been trying to search for that you know quality offensive line they they found it and they got to figure out the right tackle thing as you mentioned but right guard to left tackle i don't know that there's another offensive line i'd rather have than what they have so there's a lot of pieces in place and there's a lot of confidence uh coming out of their camp i know it's it's sunshine and roses for everybody doug but this isn't like this isn't forced this is a this is a very very sure and confident group. It 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 sure does feel like it's a sure and and confident group. Um, Cowboys seem to have a little bit of the Tampa thing, right? Especially in the offense with the injuries. What's the level of concern there? Well, I mean, I I want to see the age of these linemen, and I, we're not going to know that till we get into the season. We're probably not going to know that till we get through the first quarter of the season. I want to see you know how Tyron Smith and Zach Martin hold up physically and how they're playing. If they can get those guys to kind of play up to their traditional level at this age, not easy to do, but if they could um, and kind of fill in around them, I think they'll be okay. I'm not as worried about some of the receiver losses as other people. Um, I, I think this offense can r- literally go through CeeDee Lamb and let him, let him beat DeAndre Hopkins and catch you know, 120 balls. I, you know, I, I, don't, I don't think that's – with them throwing the football. I just want to make sure that offensive line stays healthy, number one, and plays much better, number two. The Raiders are going to be interesting this year. Why are they playing J- J- uh, Josh Jacobs two series in, in, the, in the Hall of Fame game? I don't know. I mean, other people do it differently. You know, I, I was talking to uh, some guys today who were talking to their friends in the league and said that, you know, one of their running back buddies said they do a live-to-the-ground period every single day when they're in pads, like literally getting running backs tackled to the ground. <laughs> just like that's – some teams decide to, 
you know, to approach it differently. I just, in a, in a, with all the information we have now and knowing it's a 17-game season, if you have value in a player at, at you know, those key positions and they've proven themselves, it, uh, I mean, I hope they play because we got to call the games, Doug, but I, I couldn't justify it if I was uh, if, if I was coaching one of these teams. Nope, not even not even a not even a, a little bit. I, I've heard, um, I've talked to a couple people who said, you know, keep an eye on the Colts as being a team, just because it felt people felt like competent quarterback play away. Now, I don't know what Matt Ryan has left, but he is in the dome, and that division does not look great. Have you heard the same about the Colts? Yeah, I mean, that's pretty pretty consistent. Everybody that I've talked to that's made the tours has all come back and said Buffalo's the best team. That's the one thing they say. And the other thing they say is, you know what, the Colts uh, the Colts are going to be really, really good. And Matt Ryan does not turn the ball over. He, he makes the layups that they couldn't make previously. It's not going to be a real dynamic offense, but they're going to be efficient. They're going to play really good defense, and they're not going to beat themselves. So they're kind of viewed as that kind of under-the-radar team in the AFC, but mm-hmm. – you know, it's crazy with, you know, Kansas City and all their success, Cincinnati coming off of a Super Bowl year, the Chargers and the Raiders loading up, um, you know, everybody that's, you know, been to double-digit training camps and people that I trust that actually know what they're looking at have all came back and said they thought Buffalo was the best team in the league. Who have they come back and said is the most disappointing? Uh, the Giants. And maybe not disappointing is the word. I The question, the way I phrased it was, who's the worst Who's the best team you've seen? Who's yeah. the worst team you've seen? Yeah, well, I want to. I want to make sure. I, I was. I was trying to be. I was trying to be clever and cautious with with the word. It's now yeah. part of that is you know you got a totally new regime, right? But man, yeah. did they? You remember? Remember when they drafted Saquon Barkley? The big thing was, well, shouldn't they take quarterback here? The Giants never draft in the top five, right? They'll never be in the top yeah. five, top ten again. And now look at them; they're just living in it. Yeah, and the problem is you got to evaluate your quarterback and I just don't know who he's really throwing the ball to that's going to give him a fair evaluation so it's going to be tough it's going to be tough on Daniel Jones and uh, that's a division with some pretty good defensive line play at all three of those teams so uh, you know it's going to be a challenge for them Daniel Jeremiah is our guest here on the Doug Gottlieb show on Fox Sports Radio and I was thinking of you uh, when I was reading about the Makai Becton story, right? Because yeah. Mekhi Becton's a guy who, obviously you're close to guys in that front office, and when, when they drafted him, there was the buyer beware of, he's a giant man who ca- has carried a lot, a lot of weight. Now, he has two straight yeah. knee injuries on the same knee, and this year, obviously, the weight had to be at least some level of a fa- factor. Uh, look, I know you know this, but doesn't this reiterate, yeah. like, those scouting reports are there for a reason when you're drafting a guy. Yeah, and it's you know, look, it's it's uh, it, it first of all, it, it just sucks and it's disappointing because when he was in shape and was on the field his rookie year, he was a dominant player. I mean, Baldy had a field day every week just doing exo cutups on social media, showing scrimmage because how dominant he was. But you were hopeful that you know some of the the weight issues he'd had in the past wouldn't wouldn't show up in that first year. He, uh, you know, he kept his. He showed up in great shape. He showed up at the combine in great shape. Got through that season in pretty good shape. And then last year gets hurt, gets out of shape, and then comes in this year and was kind of working to try and get back into shape. And they never divulged the numbers, but you could tell he's carrying he's carrying extra weight. And 
I'm, I'm like you, Doug. I'm not a doctor, and I, I feel terrible that he got hurt. But I also feel like, man, if you're carrying that much weight, it just can't be good. It just can't be healthy for your for your legs, man. And uh, you'd have to think there's at least some connection between the weight and, uh, and these unfortunate injuries. But it's a shame because he's talented, man. When he's out there and he's in shape, he's he's as good as it gets. Yeah, it's it, it's a it's a it's a bummer. Um, but again, you, you talk about it. Now I know they moved him to ri- the right side, but this has to affect the development of, of Zach Wilson as their quarterback. Yeah, but I, I would say, and I brought this. Me and Bucky talked about this the other day. You got Elijah Vera Tucker, who is a is a really talented lineman out of SC, played guard. Um, they've got him, and uh, and um, they had just signed Lakin Tomlinson, who's a really good player. So they're going to be firm up the middle. And you go talk to any you go talk to any uh, play caller, offensive coordinator, or even quarterback, they'll tell you. You know, if I got to have a hole somewhere, I'd rather have it at right tackle than in the interior. At least I can get away from that guy. So they can help him out with a tight end. They can help the right tackle out with a back. Um, but they should be pretty solid up the middle. Daniel Jeremiah joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Move the Sticks is the podcast. DJ, great stuff as always. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Doug. See you, man. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The home.
Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at the Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day savings event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. So I was... um, I was flipping back and forth. I watched the uh, Angel game just because... uh, I just, I'll be honest with you, I can't remember the last time I watched a full Angel game because usually they're getting beat. They, it was what, 5-1 they beat the, the A's? Is that right? 5-1? Yeah, and um, Otani pitched, what, six scoreless. He tried to go back out for the seventh. <laughs> and they were like, where are you going? <laughs> you know, he, he, I, I'm sure he wanted to, you know, help make sure, help preserve his six-inning shutout. Um, but that clearly was not needed. And I actually thought of a great line. Do you guys want to hear my great line? I, I thought of when I was watching the. Sure. Uh, all right. See, see, if, see how, see how this one, um, see how this one sits with you because you have to understand the, the movie re- reference. Right. You really, really do. Uh, the Oakland A's. Right. The Oakland A's are the team that Rachel Phelps thought she was building with the Cleveland Indians. What do you guys think? Anybody? An ode to uh, Major League? Yeah. Wow, Rachel Phelps. Yeah. That's a deep dig. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Is that too deep? What do you guys think? Well, the name just doesn't doesn't easily come to mind until you said with the with the Indians, Indians or right? yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Or you could say is Rachel Phelps does she own the A's, right? I don't know. That she want to move, move them to Miami. Remember, because that was the premise of why they were supposed to be so oh, bad yeah. was there was a clause in their lease that if they were so bad, they could get out of their lease and move to Miami where she want to move. She's a former um, uh, male entertainer. Right. That was right. Right. That was the role. Anyway, let's get to the let's get to midway. Let's get to the midway. Stuck in the middle, in the middle of you. Uh, yes. Check out the latest lines in the world of sports at BetRivers Sportsbook. BetRivers is the trusted name in online sports betting. Got to be 21. President Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, or Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's time for Stuck in the Middle. The Midwest. So here's what I was thinking, okay? 
Here's what I was thinking. We could each go around the room and just say a random professional sports team's name. And you guys name like the first three guys to come to your mind. I say this because I'm watching the Angels. I'm watching the A's. And all I can think about was, remember Dave Stewart when he pitched for the A's? And how he used to be this just nasty, mean mug dude. And then you, after the game, you'd hear him. And he had like the... He had like a Mike Tyson voice almost or even higher. You guys remember that? Like Dave, Dave. Yes. To me, yes. when I think of the A's, I think of Bash Brothers, Eck. I think of a lot of guys. Dave Stewart. Uh, Walt Weiss. Wasn't he the yes. shortstop for a long time? Yeah. Walt Weiss. Carney Lansford. Oh, Carney Lansford. Steinbach. Yeah. Catcher. Anyway, I start just thinking of random like 80s, 90s baseball players. But I think most teams are like that. And I think it's one of the things that we're going to get away from with guys switching spots so often. So I, and I thought the same thing I was watching the Padres. Like, man, I'm thinking of Ken Caminiti. I remember Kevin Mitchell was a Padre. I, uh, obviously, the late, great Tony Gwynn is the Padre, right? He's the Padre. Um, all right, I'll start. And then you each go. And then, Jason, you want to go second? Yeah, let's do it. Ramos, you go third. And sure. buyer, buyer, you go fourth. Just any random team, and you tell me who uh, who 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 he reminds you of. The Chicago Cubs, Jason Stewart. I mean, I think of Ernie Banks, like right away. Like no hesitation, Ernie Banks. But I guess if I give more thought to it, you know, Ryan Sandberg, Andre Ryan Dawson. Ryan Sandberg, Andre. <laughs> I, go, go ahead, uh, uh, Ramos. Uh, I think of um, uh, Kerry Wood. I think of uh, Sammy Sosa. You remember when yeah. Kerry Wood had the was he had twenty strikeouts? Was that yeah, I believe 20 so. Twenty strikeouts. He was so nasty. Um, before Dusty Baker ruined his career. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, what about what the about you there, Midway. yeah, Byer? Uh, uh, you know, outside of the Sandberg popular ones, um, uh, the Andre Dawson year in '87 was magnificent. But I also think of Leon Durham. Yeah. Um, I also think of Jerome Walton and Sean Dunstan. Nobody mentioned Mark Grace. That's true. Hey, he's Mark, a good Grace, one. Mark Grace had more hits than anybody in the 90s, right? Yeah. I mean, more hits than And he was like, I mean, he had a great nickname, Amazing Grace. Tustin High School. Uh, he used to work at the batting cages across the street. He's also a high school hooper, went to junior college in San Diego State, and then obviously made it to, uh, I think of Mark Grace. Um, I remember Mark Pryor. Mark Pryor got hurt. Did he get hurt like in a rundown or a ball hurt, hit his arm? Because he had a bunch of arm problems. But I remember Mark Ray's, uh, that Mark Pryor was on the cover of Sports Illustrated and like he had the perfect throwing motion was what they said. And then, of course, he shredded his arm there not, not, not long after. I think he, he suffered from the same thing that Kerry Wood did. It said, uh, Mark Pryor, parentheses, Dusty Baker. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, you're up, Jay Stu. All right, ready? We're going to yep. switch sports here. We're going to okay. change gears. Go. Um, and I'm going to volley it back to uh, Dan. Atlanta Falcons, go. Oh, wow. Uh, Atlanta Falcons. Uh, Andre Risen. Bad Moon. Yeah, Deion Sanders. Mm, prime time. Do I have to give three? Is that the... No, you can do, okay. I mean, we, you can do yeah. two. You can do three. Just guys to pop in your head. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, Andre Risen actually... Even more though, so than Dion, because he what stayed. Was, you you would know this one, Buyer, because I'm I'm struggling a little bit. I, I, the, the first one for me is Mike Vick, right? Yeah. Um, but there was a running back, Jamal Anderson. Back, 
Uh, well, there's Jamal Anderson. Right? That was going to be my pick. Uh, that that oh, I'm sorry. I'll shut up. No, it's it's okay. Was it Riggs? Gerald not Riggs. Like, not, like, yeah. not like Riggs and Murtaugh. Was there, was there a running back yeah. named like Gerald Riggs? Yes. And that was back helmet. when they wore red, yep. right? And they yeah. played in Fulton County Stadium? Yep. That's, that's the one. That's the one that jumps out of me. Yeah, the first uh, Super Bowl I ever, you know, covered or went to was the uh, Jamal Anderson Falcons Super Bowl. That guy was the biggest personality on that team. So when I think of that team, I think Jamal, and then I think Bartkowski for whatever reason. Steve Bartkowski? Yeah, yeah. Maybe because that these were guys that we had uh, football cards of or something. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, but honestly, I think it Number is football 10. cards. Yeah, that's good. Good one. Uh, Ramos, you want to hop in or are you good? Jeez, all I can think of is Chris Chandler. I just think a quarterback. That's a really good yeah. one. Super Bowl 33. Uh, the okay. Midway. You're up, buyer. You pick the team. Oh, uh, is it? Oh, uh, no, Ramos. John, John Ramos. Ramos. I was going to pick the Montreal Expos. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. I like that. That's a great one. And I don't think you can use national players, just strictly the, the Expos. Okay. I mean, go ahead, guys. I said Byers Andre Dawson earlier. And I yeah. also think Andre Dawson would be Pedro Martinez, right? Wasn't Pedro Martinez an uh, he was. Ra- Randy Johnson? Oh, Randy man. Johnson I was forget that Randy Johnson was on those teams. Yeah. Wow. That was back I'll, when he was really wild. Yes. <laughs> really wild. How about the how about the uh the trio of Delino DeShields, yep. Marquise Grissom, and Larry yep. Walker? Nice. Uh Rock Reigns. Anybody want to do Rock Tim Reigns? Well, that was Tim Reigns was a part of the outfield. Again, this goes back to having the cards. It was Reigns, Ellis Valentine. Wow. And Andre Dawson. Wasn't Al Oliver in there somewhere too? <laughs> uh I got a couple for you that we've we've forgotten. Best bad ball hitter of our lifetime was who? Vlad. Vlad Guerrero. Yeah. Vladdy, right? And then the other one would be Gary Carter. Gary That's Carter. A good one. The kid. Or- Gary Carter, the kid. The Midway. Buyer, you're up. Um, it's funny that John said the Expos because I was going to stay across the border with the Toronto Blue Jays. Ooh. Staying the Ooh. baseball theme. John Olrood. Dave ah. Steeb. Dave Steeb. <laughs> I told Steve DeSager yesterday that the first baseball game I ever saw was at County Stadium in Milwaukee. Brewers and Blue Jays and Dave Steeb pitched that game. That's amazing. That is really amazing. It is. Uh, Joe Carter, right? Obviously. Um, where did they play before they played in Skydome? Exhibition Stadium. What was that place like? Awful. It's horrid. Yes. It looked like a AAA venue with um, AstroTurf. It was, it What's was funny is the Expos, which I know is the team we were previously talking about, they had that dome that was a retractable dome, but it like didn't work after the Olympics, right? It's correct. Yeah. It was supposed and, to be like um, like a, a parachute. That would float down, and it never, it never could get open. It just sat there. To me, the like, Olympic Stadium was always. Whenever I'd watch Dodger games at Olympic Stadium, there was nobody in the crowd, and yep. the air conditioning was on loud. <laughs> it was just horrible ambiance to watch watch a game and listen to it. Um, okay, so if I do Blue Jays, I would go. Um, I mean, honestly, I actually think of Cito Gaston as their manager. Oh, I don't know why. Sure, right, Cito Gaston. Um, Crime Dog, right? Yeah. Ben McGriff. Oh, yeah. Do you guys remember? I mean, he had to be an RBI baseball guy, but Jimmy Key? Absolutely. Of course. Jimmy Key. Pat Hankin. Lefty. 
Yeah. Yeah. Lefty. Big, big curveball. Big curveball. Uh, George Bell won an MVP in yes. the late 80s. Lloyd Mosby. Oh, yeah. Garth Orge. Odd name. See, Garth Orge. Isn't that funny? Orge. Like, this, this feels to me like <laughs> this, is, there's a, this is a nothing burger segment, but it's fun. And I guarantee there are people driving around. And they're super into it, and they're yelling like Devon White, Candy Maldonado. <laughs> That's very sure. true, right? How about Remember Joe Candy Carter? Maldonado? I know, like you know, you may associate him with Cleveland, but he only hit the biggest hit in franchise history. Yep. Yeah, I I, I think I I did say Joe. He did, oh, you did? Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. We'll we'll the Midwest. When was that? I thought you said Dave Steeb. I said Dave Steeb. He said Dave Steeb, and I said Joe Carter. Oh, okay. But they weren't did, in the same generation, though. Yeah. yeah. I want to say, did Winfield play there? Yes. Oh, yeah. But I don't, I mean, so did Molitor. Yeah. You know, Robbie Alomar. But but Paul Molitor, well. okay, so Paul Molitor, we think, this is what I mean. Paul Molitor, you think of as a brewer, right? Yeah. Yes. Dave Winfield, you think of as a Padre or a Yankee? Yankee. Yankee. Okay. Yeah. Sandy Alomar, you think of as a, an Indian, right? Oh no, that's that's yeah, that's, Roberto, yeah, Alomar, Roberto, Roberto yeah. Alomar. You think of uh, as who? As a as Oriole, a Blue Jay? He Blue won Jay. two Oriole? titles as a Blue Jay. Yeah. yeah, that that's a tough one. He came up with the Padres. Yeah. Wow. The uh, what, what was I thinking about? Uh, oh, those Blue Jay, those '92 and '93 Blue Jays teams. They always brought in ringers at the end of the season. I remember yeah. they got Ricky Henderson in his prime for the last six weeks. I think of '93, won yeah, a title. I, I remember they had a guy who I grew up watching. Now batting for the California Angels, Dick Schofield. Right? <laughs> they, they they brought him in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't remember that part. Yeah, he was a, he was a shortstop. Wow, he was a shortstop. Tony Fernandez was always their guy. Um, Tom Hankey was their closer. Tom Hankey. Oh yeah. The Midway. The, here's the other thing about the Blue Jays as well is there are different versions of it. Like you could even say Jose Batista. Like a, a Joey recently. Bats. Yeah, Batista, yeah. Yeah. Joey Bats. Um, Joey Bats. How long did the Joey Bats thing last? Two years? Three years? I Remember, he was, was like little, morally yeah. offended when nobody wanted to give him some long-term extension, and then all of a sudden, like he's not even in. Is he? What happened to Joey Bats? Well, he had like an eight-year career of being a mediocre major leaguer, and yes. then he just started hitting a ton of home runs out of nowhere in yes. Toronto. Yes. So no one hmm. quite bought into him. Yes. And he does follow everybody on Twitter. Yes, he does. Because I am he? followed by Jose Batista, yes. Really? Yes. Joey you, Bats follows the John Ramos show? He just follows me you, personally, but he follows a I think he has like 8,000 followers and 8,000 people follow. So what, what really happened... Uh, uh, Jose Batista. I think it's the a great. Midway. It's a great. That, that's a great investigate. Can you do some investigative journalism? I mean, he's on record as saying that he just did a lot of reconstruction to his swing, and then yeah. started the uppercut that we've become accustomed to over the last ten years. He played in a hitter-friendly ballpark. Everyone who plays for the Blue Jays has like career years. Was he one of the very first players that I can remember that started the whole like bat flipping stuff? Wasn't he? Didn't- didn't well, he, he had like, bat flips. He had a, he had some monumental yeah. home runs during those those couple years that he was there, but like the dude had never hit more than 16, 15 home runs, sixteen home runs, and he hit fifty four and forty three. <laughs> That's ridiculous. It's all in the hands. Doug. It's, all, it's all in the we're reworking the swing. Brady Anderson thinks that that's a weird. <laughs> the, uh, Brady Anderson was. I have Fruit Loops. Remember, he said he had Fruit Loops for breakfast every day. Yeah, yeah, Fruit Loops. Yes. What's in the Fruit Loops, Brady? 
in the, the first midwife. The late Roy Halliday as well. Halliday, Roy Halliday, that's a great call. How do we forget Roy Halliday? I was getting there, but then we spent so much time on Batista <laughs> that <laughs> I was just saying there's different, like, you know, seemingly like different generations of of Blue Jays because you've got the 80s Blue Jays, then you got the World Series Blue Jays in the 90s, then kind of like the... For some reason, they had it black to their uniform 2000s, and I mean, then we, the Joey Bats 20-teens. Those early 2000s teams that you just mentioned, Roger Clemens was brought in, and they won a Cy Young Award. Now, there's a guy. Who do you associate? That's got to be uh, the Red Sox, right? Uh, Roger Clemens is a Red Sox or a Yankee, right? It depends on the which part of his career. And then, obviously, an Astro as well. But, yeah, he, had, he was struggling in his career, and they thought he was washed up. Then he went to... Toronto and suddenly became the best pitcher on earth again, huh? No, that was remarkable. His career turnaround. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, anyway, the midway. That was a really fun midway. We'll have to do that again. Man, we're starting to get the tweets now. Tony Fernandez, great name. Kelly Gruber. This is awesome. Gruber so had great. a great mullet. Yeah, outstanding mullet. I remember uh, Kent Herbeck. Did he have a big mullet? Uh, yeah, he almost, had long hair. Those Minnesota he had long Tim, hair, but I wouldn't Minnesota call it a mullet, teams. though. It was just like long, long hair. Yeah. What is it with closers that they got to have the flow? That they they come in and they all have to have like some sort of massive amount of flow. I what I we got to get a we got to get a baseball dude on. Hey, we're gonna let, let me turn to football real quick. Um, you know, we're at a place in society, okay, where um, we're we're at a place in society where I, I understand some level of sensitivity from the public. I can tell you unequivocally, inside locker rooms, there's not nearly the same amount of sensitivity. There just isn't. And somewhere in between the two is the balance. And I find this fascinating that there have been various articles written about quarterbacks especially where when you point out the when when a, a scouting report becomes public, you know, when a, a scout's report becomes public, people lose their collective minds. And we all know of like the Geno Smith one was the most obvious one. A guy named Nolan Noraki wrote it. And then when you go back and you look at it and now Geno Smith, I have friends that were with the Giants that told me the same. Like when he got to start with the Giants, even though and they sat Eli down. The problem was that it was the same stadium as the Jets and he was hated by New Yorkers and thought to be a, a bust as a quarterback. But the reason they wanted to give him a start was he'd be the consummate pro as a backup. They were eventually working to the third string rookie, kid out of Texas Tech. I'm forgetting his name. Maybe you guys remember. Anyway, they just wanted to go like, hey, Gino's been... A, and Gino's a good dude. When he was with the Chargers, same thing. But if you look at the scan report of him coming out of college, it was not... It, first of all, it nailed it in terms of him as a player, and some leadership questions. And, and what happens now is we attack the Nolan Rockies or any of these guys where some, something negative about them comes out. Like, look, you're investing millions of dollars. The perfect example is Mekhi Becton. And if you ask anybody, and even coming out, there's like, well, there's some questions, off-the-field questions. The biggest question was like, dude, he played at over 400 pounds in college, and he got in shape for... The combine, the Chris Carter has the famous expression, money doesn't change you, it makes you more of who you are. So Makai Becton, unfortunately, has hurt his knee. And, you know, look, can I draw a direct correlation between being heavy and hurting your knee? No. 
and he's not a great fit for how Robert Sala wants to play with his own blocking scheme. But the fact is that <clears throat> he was heavy, got hurt last year, and then this year came in even heavier. They moved him to right tackle, and he gets hurt in like the second week of practice. And he's out for the year. So I don't know. It's just one of those things that when we look at these scouting reports, understand that they are not written for public consumption o- over somebody's feelings. They're written so that as a ball, as somebody who is paying uh, millions of dollars to a to an athlete, you got to have both eyes open as to not just the strengths but the weaknesses and what somebody has to work through. And if you can't accept it, if and if that guy's not willing to work through it and talk about it, well, then it's never going to work. Makai Becton is a story that unfortunately seems to have derailed a potentially great career, but one that's a buyer beware for future NFL drafts, especially guys with weight issues. <laughs> we just assume everybody who's heavy is going to lose weight. Well, you know, you get them with an NFL guy, you get them with an NBA guy, they lose weight. They, like, that's not always what happens. It should, but not always it happens. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with with Zumo Play.